0: What is okay. up guys, you're listening to the MF CEO Project I'm Andy, I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO Guys, if this is your first time, welcome This is an entrepreneurship-based podcast But many, many, many things that we talk about here include and and encompass what it takes to be successful at life. We've had a lot of discussions internally. Should we be an entrepreneurship podcast? Should we be a self-help podcast? We could be either. So you don't have to own your own business. You don't have to, uh, you know, be a CEO because ultimately I want you to be the motherfucking CEO of you. And that takes balls. It takes attitude, and it takes a no holds barred mentality of how to attack life, and that's what you're going to get here. Um, as always, I'm, I'm joined by my co-host Vaughn Kohler, the pastor of Disaster. What's up, my man?
1: Everything is good. I'm excited about this particular podcast. Yeah, it's going to be. Yeah. it's going to be good. It's going to be real good.
0: Um, I, before we get started, I had this idea. Okay. And I wanted to get some people to give me some feedback on it. So guys, if you follow me on Instagram, uh, write me a comment or, or write me a message on Facebook or whatever. Um, I had this idea for a special thing. So you know like Shark Week?
1: Yeah, yeah. All right,
0: so let me tell this story, all right? So when I was in seventh grade, we had this teacher, um, and I always remember this, and I'll, and I'll tell you why, because the result of it was so ridiculous and I was so embarrassed by it. It stuck with me. But our assignment was to phonetically, like, come up with a profession that fit your last name. So, like, um, you know, if your name was, like, Carpenter, you would be a fucking Carpenter, right? Or, you know, your name was Kohler, you'd have to find out. Coal miner. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You got it. Yeah. All right. So I couldn't think of mine. All right. And I started thinking about it and I couldn't think of one. And then this dude in the class was like, Oh dude, you know what? You should be Andy fish seller, <laughs> which sucks, you know, I'm Like, which is kind of ironic though, because like my grandfather was a fisherman on the Ohio river. Like that's how he made his living. I uh, caught catfish. I think we've told that story before. Um, but anyhow, uh, it always stuck with me because I thought it was so stupid. Like I'm like fucking fish seller. I don't be fucking Andy fish seller, right? You're
1: like Mrs. Paul's,
0: right? So, yeah. uh, so for the last 25 years, since seventh grade, I've been trying to think of a new profession for that assignment. <laughs> and I, I, know everybody's like, "What the fuck, dude?" And but like shit sticks with me like that. Like if yeah, I don't yeah. solve the problem the way I want it to be solved, I can't get over it, and it's. It could be something, this is kind of almost like an insight into my personality, yeah. because it could be something that insignificant. It's it something just, so small. It fucking sticks with me, and it bothers me so bad. So <clears throat> so anyway, I thought about a new profession that goes with my name, and, and I came up with Frizzzilla, like Godzilla- because I just wreck shit and break shit and bring fucking fire and fury and everything I fucking do. I like it. But that was a lot more
1: appropriate. (laughs) Frizzilla. Frizzilla, right? I like
0: it. So I thought about what would be cool is instead of like Shark Week, we have Frizzilla Week, all right? And Frizzilla Week would be a full five days of fucking Thursday Thunders.
1: I like it. It'd be badass. I like it. So for the sake of our... Listening audience, right. How do you spell Frisilla? Frizilla? F R I Z I L L A. So it's pretty much the same. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty much your name, only with a little bit of a. But with fucking Godzilla, man. It's like, like okay, a ghetto Z. Yeah, It's name. Right. That's right. If I was oh, a Okay, right. so instead of Frizella, it's Frizilla. Right. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. Like right. oh, so Godzilla week. Right. Jesus I like it. Christ. So it would be a
0: fucking full week. Instead of Shark Week, it would be Frizzilla Week. We could make like a little fucking, uh, like Godzilla-like character with my head on it. Yeah, you know, or like yeah. Godzilla with like a beard. breathing fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and just how you like. I like how you make destroying things your new occupation. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, like, dude, he breathes fire and he's just wrecking shit. You know what I I'm like saying? It. I like so it. So like, I, dude, I think it would be cool. I, I came up with this when I was drinking in my swimming pool over the weekend.
1: Right. Okay. But. Okay, but how about this? Can we, in addition to using a hash, hashtag for Zilla Week, can we throw it out there that we have a little contest for people who are going to draw Frizilla, and we'll give a little prize or something? And that would be kind of cool. Why don't we do that? Yeah, draw me up Frizilla. and yeah. we use it as a logo, post on Instagram, and tag me in it. Yeah, tag you. We'll I mean, if we one. win, we'll we'll give you something. Yeah. Or so, dude. Something big. But, I don't know. You know what do you think? I think it's awesome. Yeah, like a full, yeah. We do it like once yeah. a
0: year. It'd be full five days of just. You know, 10 minutes or less j- Just straight up fucking yeah. fire Yeah,
1: well, you know We are coming up fairly close Well, we're on episode 81 We, we got about 19 more yeah, episodes we before out when we do. But just we just an idea have, yeah, yeah, we just recently celebrated our I was thinking our, like yeah. your birthday week yeah. be like The week about it's too you too late He just turned like 47 or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Four, 470 yeah. years yeah, right. old exactly So, um, no, I like it, man yeah. It's a great idea So that was an idea Yeah but it, You know In other news Kelsey's gotten more stalkers as a result of being on this show. I, I mean, yeah, duh. And the accompany dick pics. No way. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, what yeah. she said. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I used to get those, though.
0: <laughs> Tyler got out of control. Tyler got drunk, started taking pictures of his dick. <laughs> oh, no,
1: I sent it to a girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so anyway. let's get down to business. All right. Past, uh, past uh, Frizilla Week and, and dick pics... What are we going to talk about today?
1: Well, uh, obviously, you have a strong presence locally through your businesses. And obviously, because of the podcast and your Instagram and your Facebook following, you interact with a lot of people online and in person. And something that I've, I've noticed, Kelsey and I were talking about this last week, but something I've noticed is that more and more people that we come in contact with have something in common. And it's not necessarily people who are strong followers of the podcast or anything, but just normal people that we interact with. And that's, they're totally freaking out like they're looking at the they're looking at the stuff that's going on in the world, the crazy stuff that's going on in the world and they're getting stressed and they're getting anxious and they're just freaking out. And I think I think it's gotten to the point where I know that for me, I know that a lot of, you know, quote-unquote motivational speakers and self-help gurus, they have these little, you know, nice little pep talks about, well, how can you deal with all the stress in the world? But I really wanted to give people an opportunity to hear your take on you know that it's gotten to be annoying now but that that phrase you know keep calm and carry on yeah I want to hear what you have to say like your keys for in the midst of this crazy world because there are I mean obviously like today we just found out that what was it two guys from Isis broke into a church and in, in uh, killed a bunch of people. yeah killed a bunch right. of people in French in France and that that kind of stuff's happened all the time we got craziness in our own election cycle here going on in the United States there's just a lot of stress in people's lives and I think I think you would agree that truly successful and truly great people know how to live in the midst of that craziness and keep their heads cool.
0: I, hundred percent, okay? I'm just going to go back to something that i said a million times here, all right? You only have so much energy, okay? And you are in control of how you expend that energy, whether you um, expend it on positive, productive things that can move you forward or whether you let people throw negativity at you and stress you and suck that energy out. You still only have the same amount, so you have to be conscious about where you you allow your energy to, to uh, be expended, right? And I feel, I don't feel, I know that most people are not disciplined enough to be able to be in control of that all the time. You know, we're surrounded by negativity. First of all, we're surrounded by negativity 90%. I mean, let's look at the shit that's on social media. Just for an example. I mean, and I was actually having this discussion with a friend last night. It's funny because you can almost tell a person's level of success in life by the shit that they post online, the, the whining, the crying, the bitching, um, the one-sided, polarizing opinion on this issue or that issue. It's like you can you can just tell so much about somebody by what they post and kind of taking it off track a little bit here, that should be a lesson to you to be very conscious about what the fuck you say, even especially when you're emotional. You know, politics, high emotion. World issues, high emotion. We all have different perspectives, and because we get emotional about things, um, you know, we tend to try to make the argument for the most polarizing side of that. Well, the problem with that is is that when you... When you try to win the argument, quote unquote, win by throwing the biggest bomb, and when I say the biggest bomb, I mean the most attacking, polarizing statement that you could possibly make, you automatically lose the ability to ever have a, a legitimate, um, productive conversation with somebody who might not share the same views that you have, okay? So you're not accomplishing anything. All you're doing is rallying the people that think just like you, all right? So you know, you know, ha- when you make posts, guys, this is a little off track for what we want to talk about, realize that 50% of the people in your feed probably don't think like you think. And if you want to have a legitimate impact, which the reality is on politics and social issues and things like that, your post probably isn't going to make a fucking difference. But if you decide that you want to go that route, you need to be very careful and understand that if you are really trying to solve an issue as opposed to just say some shit to get some attention... You've got to be open-minded with your views. It's just you, even if you don't agree, you've got to let somebody listen and be logical about it. Because because at the at the very least, you're not going to look like a fucking moron. I mean, dude, I look through my social feed right now, and I'm like, dude, moron, 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 fucking super moron, 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 moron. <laughs>
1: right. You know what I'm saying? No, I like, totally I totally get what you're saying. And
0: you know what's funny is like I can look at the, the, those people, and then I look at like. Their level of where they are in life and it makes fucking sense. You know what I mean? You have to be fucking open to accepting thoughts and you can't just be, and I, dude, you know what? I used to be the guy who was like, you know, I'm right, you're wrong and fuck you. But you know what I learned is that when you're like that, you're only, you're only rallying the people who think like you, you're not solving anything.
1: You're you're very opinionated. I am too. 100%. And percent. And, and and I'm opinionated, Vaughn, on the things
0: that I know to be fact through experience. I know they are fucking fact. There's v- many many things that I don't hundred percent know or hundred percent agree with. Like for example, you know the shit going on with the fucking cops and the black culture right now. You know what I mean? It's the most polarizing thing, dude. What people don't understand is that by picking one side 100%, all right, and you say all cops are pieces of shit. Well, we know that's not true. Every motherfucker listening to this fucking podcast and every motherfucker on the internet, I don't care what color you are, knows that is not true. And all black people are thugs. Every motherfucker listening to this podcast and every single person on this earth on social media knows that is not true. So why the fuck are people saying that? all it does is divide us and the media is trying to put a big old fucking wedge in between these two groups so that they can manipulate the way people vote or people think or or how how much power we have as a whole okay and when we're divided as a country we don't have power they they've got the power they have the ability to make the rules or to you know do things that just benefit themselves we don't have, we lose that power when we're arguing over petty shit like all fucking black people are pieces of shit and all cops are fucking black people killers. Everybody knows that's bullshit. There's bad cops out there, there's great cops out there. The majority of cops out there are fucking great people, period. The majority of black people out there are great people, period. And to judge those two groups on a fucking small minority, you could pick any group in the world, any group. And to look at the fucking bottom-feeding minority of the group and take all the media and point all the cameras at those people, and the perception of that whole entire group will be that, you know, dude, what if we took a fucking camera crew to fucking meth Jefferson County here in Missouri and, sh- and fucking focused it on that for, for the next fucking hundred days straight? Everybody would be like, goddamn, all white people have no fucking teeth, and they all fucking smoke crack and meth all day, and they all have no fucking jobs. And that would be the perception. You know what I mean? Dude, people have to be smarter to take a step back and realizing what you're being force-fed and why you're being force-fed that, all right? I just made a snap of a picture of this microphone, and it said, what's the most powerful weapon in the world with a question mark? Think about it. It ain't a fucking gun. It ain't a fucking bomb. It ain't a fucking tank. You know what it is? It's a fucking microphone and a fucking camera. Okay, you can manipulate thoughts because most people cannot think for themselves. And that's what our media knows. They know that they teach that in fucking media school. Journalism school, they teach that. Jer- I was thinking about this yesterday. Journalism used to be about reporting the fucking facts until people came out inside the journalistic community and Put their little opinion on top of the facts, and then they became superstars, right? So you have people like, you know, uh, Howard Stern, or you have people like. Uh fuck, I can't even think anybody on right. You you know what I'm saying. But like an Oprah or or back in the day, they uh, they take the facts and they put their spin on top of it and it creates a personality. And then that's marketable. And those motherfuckers got paid. Well, now you have every motherfucker on the news reporting with their own little fucking spin on it. Well, motherfucker, that ain't your job. Your job is to report us the fucking facts. And the facts of the matter are often so far away from what we're fed that it's just embarrassing. Like, it's embarrassing. And you know what's more embarrassing to me is how many people out there, you motherfuckers listening right now included, cannot think for your fucking selves. It's embarrassing. We are fucking Americans. Dude, when another country attacks us, they don't attack fucking black Americans, Native American Americans, fucking Asian Americans, and white Americans. You know what they say? Kill all those motherfuckers. So how the fuck can every other country on the face of the earth see us as the same and we can't see ourselves the fucking same? That's a good no, it's because our fucking government and our fucking media has vested interests in us not seeing each other or uniting with each other. And until people step back and fucking realize that, it's going to be the same shit. It's going to be this fucking bullshit. You know, it's, and, and it's going to be, oh, you know, uh, you you should have fucking apologized to me for fucking slavery. Motherfucker, I have nothing to do with fucking slavery. You know what I'm saying? i fucking, this is fucking 150 fucking years ago. You know who fucking freed fucking slaves? White motherfuckers. Why don't we talk about that? You know? quit bringing up old shit. Quit bringing up fucking shit, you know, about how fucking things were this way a hundred fucking years ago or 30 years ago or 50 years ago. If we truly want to move on, let's move the fuck on. Right. I mean, dude, people just don't fucking, they, they don't let go of shit. They keep throwing. It's like a fucking girlfriend who, you know, you went out one night and stayed out too late with the guys and you made a mistake. And, um, You know, she moves on, but every time you get in a fight, it's thrown up in your fucking face. You know, you can't move past that unless you move past it. You know what I mean? And and dude, the majority of fucking white people out there are not fucking racist. Are there fucking racist white people? One hundred percent. Are there fucking racist black people? One hundred percent. But until black people and white people decide to get on the same fucking page and say, "Hey, bro, you know what?" I know some fucking bad shit happened in the past, and I know it might be harder for you, but I am committed, and and I'm committed with you to be your fucking brother and to be an American and to make shit work productively, and we're on the same fucking team, and both people say that and mean it, the country ain't going to get better.
1: Period. Absolutely right. You know? Absolutely and, right.
0: Dude, people can fucking say whatever they want that, you know... If this was the media, they would they would they would take little sound clips of this and make it sound like I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? It's right. just fucking bullshit, man. Right. So and, obviously and, that and does- the, it's so like getting to the point of what we want to talk about here is that people, including me Get so fired up about these issues that they lose focus on what they can do and what they should be doing. You know, I walk, dude, I walk into my office here some days and there's fucking seven, eight people rallied around talking about whatever the fuck was on the news. And I'm like, the fuck are you guys talking about? It doesn't matter. What matters is what we do. What matters is the example we set. What matters is the good shit we do, the productive things we do. And, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what you see on TV or talk about or argue about, that shit is all distraction away from your own fucking life. And, you know, I said this, uh, I think last podcast or two podcasts ago, you know, it doesn't matter to point out what's fair, or not fair, this and that, argue and spend your whole life bitter about things that aren't the way they should be. You know, you know what matters is the fucking action you take today, the action you take tomorrow, the habits you create from that action, and the result that comes from it. There's been plenty of fucking success stories of every race, every creed, every religion, every color on this globe to where no one could argue what I just said. What matters is what the fuck you do. Right, And that's right. what we're going to talk about today.
1: Right, so I mean, what are I mean? You talked about uh, everything you just talked about. Obviously, is part of the the general craziness that all of us all, all of us experience on a day to day basis. So, like, you obviously talked about taking care of your own stuff. So, I mean, flesh that out. I mean, well, are I mean, you,
0: the, the, you know, the first thing is you have to you have to understand. You're, you're not responsible for the whole fucking world and the whole world's actions. And you can't carry that weight around. You're responsible for impacting your world. You're responsible for your family. You're responsible for your network. And the example you set and the productivity that you uh, do within that world. You know, uh, like, for example, salespeople have territories, right? If they're in Oklahoma, their job is to kill it in sales within Oklahoma, Nebraska, and Missouri. They're not responsible for killing it uh, in Oregon or fucking California or China. And so if they spend all their time worrying about what's going on in fucking California, how can they be productive in their own territory that they're in? You that's know, a gr- I think- That's
1: a great analogy. Right. Like, focus on the territory you've been given.
0: Dude, you know, the... <laughs> People just people just get so distracted that they can't focus on what's going on in front of them. They're worried about everybody else's shit. You know, and like you see that little meme going around the internet, focus on your own shit. Right. It can't get any simpler than that. Focus right. on your shit, focus on your daily actions, handle those actions with integrity, with honor, with fucking core values that matter. And guess what? People will fucking emulate that. You will become a leader in your community, in your world, and guess what? That's how you make the world better. You don't make the world better by write some fucking ignorant shit on Facebook. You write, the, you make the world better by handling your own shit, becoming successful in your own right, worrying about your own family, your own friends, your own circle of influence, and improving
1: that. Right. And it's understandable why people get overwhelmed, because if, if everybody's out saying, oh, how are we going to save the world? That's a huge order. You're not going to save the world. How about you how are we going to save our own neighborhood? Dude, exactly. If you... If everybody did that, the world will get saved. You know what I'm saying?
0: But how you're going to save the world is such a fucking massive project that it's overwhelming. It's like somebody who has 300 pounds to lose. They're standing at the bottom of that fucking mountain and and they're looking up at the top of it like, fuck, dude, you know what? I can't lose 300 fucking pounds. It's going to take me fucking two years. You know, So they never get started. And so what do they do? They get depressed. They go back. They eat because that's the only fucking gratification they have. And then they continue that cycle. And eventually that mountain that was 300, 300 pounds is fucking 400 pounds. And it's just worse and worse and worse until it kills them. And that's what we're dealing with here. So – it's just like anything. If you want to fix the world, if you want to improve the world, if you want to impact the world, you have to worry about your world. You have to worry about, like you said, your neighborhood.
1: Right. So let me put this into my own words so I, so I make sure I completely understand yourself. So one of the ways that you deal with not being completely just destroyed by all the craziness in the world is that you you focus the sphere of your impact, basically. Right. Yes. You, you say, I'm going to... And, and that's not to say that that, that your impact won't... like exponentially, organically grow to impact the rest of the world. But your thing is, well, if it's focus on your strong enough, strong your enough world. It will. Yeah, yeah, but but the start with your world, start with the people that you're around, start with your own family, start with your friends, start with your community. That's what you're saying. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. So, I I mean, I, I'm i kind of jumping the gun here, but kind of related to that is you're talking about the focus in terms of territory. you, Don't yeah, you, think,
0: you have to worry about what you can control. Okay, that's you know, what okay, I was going to say. It's, it's that's not, a, so, that's point number so two, th- I guess yeah, we could there's say. There's so yeah. many things that... That you can't control the people talk about, worry about, and fucking focus on. You can't worry about that. You've got to focus on what you can control. What can you control? You control your actions. You control your attitude. You control the decisions that you make. And you control your work ethic, the effort that you put out. Those things are in your control 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, fucking 365 days a year. And most people ignore all of those things. They pretend as if they're not in control of anything, and they just like they're floating down the river, and whatever comes to them comes to them. No, you're actually in control of a fucking shitload of things, but you choose to not take control of them by by conscious choice, you know. And if you're going to sit back and let let the world just give you what it's going to give you, it's going to give you a a fucking ass beating over and over and over again,
1: you know. So so you took on the media, and I totally agree with you on this, and you you were indicting the media for basically. At some point, losing its focus and becoming more about sensationalistic type things it's than actually hard return. But I mean, kind of along with that is, do you think there's been a, do you think there's been a very very another very negative aspect of 24 hour news cycle, which is that we're constantly being bombarded by stories that are happening all the all over the world that we can't really do anything about them anyway so why why are we spending our time why are we wasting our time watching all of this this news this 24-hour news cycle it's not that i don't care about the people in ethiopia or france or wherever it's just what i mean what is it what does it know, accomplish man. for it's, us to to constantly it's have that attention yeah. it takes you know away
0: saying? it takes away it's just like watching a soap opera you know it just happens to be real yeah. you know people watch drama whether it's in a movie or whether they like that shit. They thrive on it and it gets their focus off of what I just said, what they can control and the the responsibilities they have to themselves. You know, if you know you've got a mountain of fucking shit to take care of and you can, you know, get absorbed into something else for a while and let forget about it, that anxiety and that stress and all the shit that comes from knowing that you have that stuff to do goes away. Mm -hmm. At least temporarily. Well, because then people can say, oh, there's worse things going on in the world. It doesn't matter if I do this or if I do my own responsibilities and that kind of thing.
1: It's an escape. Do you think you said that you thought that the media and I agree with you, the media benefits from us being angry at each other because it, it, it basically keeps us from uniting and getting things done. But do you also think that there's actual... There's an intent of distracting us with so many things that don't matter so that we won't become the people that we're meant to be. No,
0: dude, it's distracting you with things like fucking SARS or fucking bird flu or shark attacks or whatever the fuck is going on so that you won't notice what the fuck they're doing, which is stealing from fucking everybody. You know what I mean? And doing everything they can to benefit themselves at the top. That's how they make their money. That is how they make... That's how they do everything. It's how they stay in power. Dude, people just don't fucking... You know, you, you talk like... When I'm talking right now, they're like, Oh, dude, you fuck conspiracy theories. No, motherfucker. That's the truth. You, uh, fucking two sharks bite people. Dude, And, and dude, you remember 9-11? When 9-11 happened, the biggest story that summer was fucking shark attacks. It was people... Being eaten by sharks—it was every fucking day. There was a shark attack on TV. Man, there is fucking people getting eaten by sharks every day. Still to this day, every day a shark bites a motherfucker. Right? But why isn't it on the news? And an actual statistic is that you're more likely to get um, plowed by a vending machine than be eaten by a shark. So, well, but the point is, is they're trying. They try to. It's always a constant state of distraction. And when there is no news, they make it up. You know, what was that th- Ebola? It's going to get on a fucking airplane and uh, fucking wipe out the entire, you know, United States. or What, what was that, Ebola? What the fuck was that? Was uh, it Ebola? The
1: swine flu or the Ebola yeah. or something like that. You yeah. Know, something, yeah. man.
0: Yeah. You know, we're all going to become fucking zombies. Right. I mean, dude, The Walking Dead became a hit off the fucking hysteria that the government created by saying
1: shit like this. You know, it's like. T- I'm just convinced that. that- Dude, we're bombarded the with fuck up. we're bombarded with information that doesn't matter to anesthetize us against when there is information that we really should pay attention to. We're not going to pay attention That's to it. That's a great way to look at it. It's you know, desensitize, you know, the response to shit yeah. that really matters. Yeah. So, so focus on your own territory, focus on the things that you can control. I'm going to throw this out there because I know you I know you this is huge and I, we've talked about it before but I think you place a huge value on having core values so that you can, you know, it's like when, when a person doesn't really know what they stand for or what they believe in, it's They're, easy, it's they easy fall to for be, anything. yeah, they fall for everything and, they, and it's easy to be kind of blown Dude, around. The core values of
0: who you are and what you are, that's like the foundation of your fucking life. You know, that's what you're built upon, your beliefs, your, your values, your morals, A lot of people don't have any of those things really, or they've at least not thought of them and they don't, so they don't know. So, so when the fucking winds of drama come through their lives, they're easily swayed one way or another way, or, you know, they're stirred up easily. You know, when, when, when in reality you should be pretty fucking stoic about what you believe in, you know what I mean? If that foundation is built properly, you shouldn't be getting caught up in all this bullshit that comes around and, you know you should define your core values of who you are, know what you are, know who you stand for and let those values guide you and help you make the right decisions when you're dealing with things like this. You know, it's not that it's not that difficult. It's just people put more time into planning out their fucking party on Saturday night than they do figuring out what the fuck they really stand for, which is sad. You know? But I don't think you'll find many people to argue with that statement.
1: No, I don't I I think you're right. You know? Yeah. So
0: I don't know, you know, even further than that, I, people need to realize that when the drama wins and the storms and the bullshit and the news and the media, they're trying to stir you up, you're only getting part of the story, you know, you're only getting the part they want you to hear, they're only getting the part that they know is going to get the reaction that they're looking for, okay, so by you reacting and playing into that, you're just doing what they want you to do. That shit's mapped out. If you don't think they got a whiteboard in in their fucking uh, office and they're saying, hey, if we say this, the people will do this. You're fucking crazy. It's exactly what they do. You know? And um, the the media is constantly lying to us. It's constantly manipulating us to, to get, you know, people to put eyeballs. It's all a big money game to put eyeballs on their station so that they could charge advertisers fucking gigantic rates. To to be on their station. Oh, right. we got this many people watching because we sensationalize everything. And guess what? Because we have all these eyeballs, we could charge you more. I mean, people don't even think about this shit. You know, it's a big game. And and then when we're all pissed off at each other, you know, that's what fucking they monetize on. It, it, I don't know. To me, it's it's so obvious because I've bought advertising and I see how it's done and I've seen I don't know. I think I've seen a lot of things for especially for the amount of years that I've been in this that is so obvious, but like people, you know, they don't even stop to think about how much they let the news stations dictate their feelings and actions as a human. And that's just not right. So would you say that a a huge step toward learning how to deal with the craziness? Back when we were kids, if a fucking building caught on fire or let's let's say there was a, a shooting it, it didn't say, the headline didn't say, white officer shoots black person at this address at this time. You know what it says? It says, police shoot suspect overnight at this address. And then they tell the story. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's as simple yeah. as that.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that a huge way of maybe dealing with the craziness is to learn how to consume your media and yeah. realize, look, learn to look for the things that show that okay, is this objective reporting or is this reporter inserting their their opinion? Right. Are they using descriptive language that they really shouldn't use? Right. Are they using certain verbs well, Vaughan, that, that takes, carry certain that connotations? That thought, you know yes, it it's just easier to not think. It does take you're right. It, you exactly it, it does. But I mean that that is one way to maintain sanity is is to as you're reading something, go, okay, what can I take from this story? Well, okay, objectively someone was shot. That's what I know. Okay, right. but beyond that, how how is this this writer trying to influence me politically, morally, or whatever? Exactly. And just to be aware well, of that. Well, dude, like we said a minute ago, sensationalizing things right. sells shit. Right. Period. No, absolutely right. Absolutely right. So, okay, so, um, yeah, covering your own territory, knowing what you control. Uh, you said just you know, knowing that we're not getting the full story. Uh, what else? Oh, oh, having core values. You know, what are the, some of the other ways that you deal with the craziness in the world?
0: Well. you know, the biggest thing that the media sells us is fear, right? Fear that, you know, the world's going to end, fear that a fucking comet's going to hit us, fear that terrorists are going to blow us up, fear that you're going to get shot walking down the street by a gun that is sitting on the sidewalk that no one touched. You know what I mean? Like the amount of fear they sell us is fucking insane. And I think people need to stop and realize that your biggest danger isn't, you know, the fear of the external world. It's, Inside of you. It's what you do or do not do with your life. You know, um, you have to understand that this shit will make you crazy. You know what I mean? Worrying about all this shit, thinking about all this shit, it will make you crazy. Like I said, it sucks your energy out of you. You know, talking about other people, about these other events, it makes it impossible for you to be productive. You don't see fucking all these super successful entrepreneurs constantly posting political statuses or arguments about this or that. That's what fucking broke people do. Right. You get what I'm saying? Dude, broke people argue politics on the fucking internet. Yeah, period. Yeah. You know why fucking successful people don't do that? Because they are worried about impacting their own world. They're worried about doing their own thing. They're worried about uh, making their own business successful, impacting their own families, impacting their own employees. And they know that if they're going to do that properly, effectively, efficiently, they don't have the fucking time to argue with some moron on the Internet about fucking politics.
1: That's that's absolutely true. I'd you say know, that it's the broke people that are spending all the time sharing their two cents on world events, and it's the truly successful people that are actually creating those events. Exactly. And so think about that the next time you're about to fucking post some stupid ass
0: shit on the internet. Right. People keep asking me, "What's your views? What's your views? What's your views?" You know what? I do have my own fucking views, and I've said them before on this show. I'm worried about the fucking economy. I'm worried about fucking you know uh, the people of this country. And I'm worried about that first. And I could give a fuck less about much else. You know, if the social uh, the s- social issues to me are not something that a president should be elected on. It should be elected on your ability to run a country, your ability to manage the country fiscally, and your ability to have uh, the ability to protect the people of this nation. And other than that, fucking we could argue about the other shit all day. I don't really give a fuck. I just don't. Right. You know, it's not It's it's not something that... that I'm concerned
1: with to be completely honest. Right. So going back to what you were saying though, are you basically saying that far worse than the craziness in the world is you becoming crazy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, is that what mean, you meant many, by outside inside <laughs> type stuff. Is I that what you, what you what you were trying to say?
0: I just think that, you know, people, I mean, I don't really give a fuck how crazy the world is. It's the danger is you becoming part of that by acting the way that I'm describing. You know what I mean? And that is what quote unquote they want. They don't want you to go out and fucking do all this great shit for yourself. They want you to worry about this other shit, shark attacks, so that you can't figure out that you're getting totally fucked in every other way possible. That's the truth. So, that makes sense. You know, and 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 I think The other thing that I would like to bring up here is, you know, guys, there are worse things in life than death. You know, the media is constantly trying to feed us the story of how we're going to fucking die. You know, the water's poison. You're going to die. The bird flu, you're going to die. Ebola, you're going to die. Fucking terrorists, you're going to die. And you know what? Do people die from that shit? Absolutely. Are you going to die from that shit? Probably not. Okay, so we're sold this story all fucking day long. And there's all kinds of anxiety going around uh, the world around all these issues. But at the end of the day, some people think the worst thing that can happen to you is that you're going to die. But the truth of it is, is the worst thing that can happen to you isn't death. It's living a life that is so fucking shaped and influenced and affected by fear, anxiety, mediocrity and conformity that you might as well be fucking dead. You accomplish nothing, you do nothing, you contribute nothing, you are nothing. That's worse than even dying. At least to me. It's a living death. Yeah, dude. And most people are already dead. They just don't even fucking know it. You know, they're... They're concerned with that fucking box that hangs on the wall in their house or that fucking phone that they're walking around carrying instead of focusing on the shit they can control, which is their actions, their attitude, the way they affect people, their their daily to do lists and the things that they can do to be productive and impact their own world. You know, instead, we'd rather argue with some fucking anonymous motherfucker on the Internet that we never met, never going to meet, you know, could be a 10 year old kid about fucking Hillary Clinton. I mean, are you that fucking stupid that you're going to get on there and argue, spend all day going back and forth with somebody over something like that? What's that say about you? It says you're not focused on your own shit. And if you're not focused on your own shit, guess what? You're going to get shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Maybe that explains the popularity of uh, zombies in the last couple of years is that everybody is a zombie. So they're like, hey, I might as well celebrate what I am.
0: I can identify with that.
1: <laughs> hey, you're man. a
0: zombie? No,
1: there's no. a lot of, there's, there's you know a lot what I'm saying, though? of metaphorical truth to that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nice. I don't know, man.
0: Uh, I, I'm frustrated, just like everybody else is, you know. I, but what I'm frustrated about is a little bit different than what other people. Are. I'm not frustrated with the issues they're feeding us. I'm frustrated with the way you motherfuckers act about it. It's 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 ridiculous. We we we, we are better than that. You guys are smarter than that, and you're letting people manipulate your attitudes, your fucking uh, anger, your emotion. Your prejudices, you know, and people say, oh, I don't have, pre-. everybody's got prejudices. You know what prejudice means? It means to prejudge, to form an opinion before you actually know the fucking facts. Every motherfucker listening to this has prejudiced about certain things. It's just the way it is. And, th- and it's up to you to have an, a clear mind and an open mind to listen and identify and be self-aware about those opinions and to see if they're actually... Founded in fact, or if it's just shit that you picked up somewhere that shouldn't be there. Now I'm not talking about race either. I'm talking about everything.
1: You know what I mean? So you know, when you were talking, I was thinking of a famous quote. Uh, the quote is, "It is of great benefit to politicians that the average person does not think." You know who said that? Hitler. That's fucking truth. Yeah, and and I think what I hear you saying, you know, in addition to focusing on you know focusing on your territory, focusing on what you can do, is literally you're saying don't just passively accept the media and the content that's coming into your life. Think about it. Think about what your core values are. Think about what you stand for. You're never going to evaluate.
0: You're never going to get ahead in life worrying about all this shit that we're talking about. All this shit you see on Fox, CNN, MSNBC, fucking Facebook wherever you're getting your drama shit, that, no matter what that is, if you're worried about that and you're spending your energy on that, you will never get ahead. You will be broke. You will struggle. You might not be broke, like literally broke. But when I say broke, I mean struggling very hard. Okay. Um, you're going to be frustrated. You're going to be angry. You're going to always feel like your potential was left on the table and that you could have been more. And I can't really think of much worse in life than that. What's worse than sitting at, You know, when you know, like the doctor comes in and says, hey, you know, you've got fucking four months to live. You've got cancer all over your body. You're going to fucking die. And what's worse than thinking in your brain right then? Like, fuck, dude, I really did nothing. I did nothing. You know what I mean?
1: I let the culture around me distract me from what really matters.
0: I don't even think people at that point would think that. That's why we're trying to point it out. You know what I'm saying? I think at that point, and the reason I know that's what people think is because I had that situation where they found that cyst in my brain. Yeah. I remember okay? you telling me about that. And I that. thought I was going to fucking die. Uh, 2012, I found a, they found a cyst in my brain right before I was getting married. And I, for two weeks, I had to figure, wait and figure out if it was a fucking cyst or if it was a tumor. And during those two weeks, I thought for sure it was a fucking tumor. I was going to die. Okay. So I did a lot of real fucking thinking there. And you know what? I, you know what I thought? dude, I didn't fucking do shit. I didn't do, I didn't do anything. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't do anything because of this. It was because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't contribute. You know, did I, I, I wasn't, you know, <clears throat> doing these kind of things like giving back or teaching or letting my voice be heard or standing for things. I was just going through the motions of running a business. You know what I mean? And I think that really woke me up in terms of, you know, that I needed to fucking be more than, or, and I could be more than what I had been before that. And you know, it shouldn't take that experience to release that, but sometimes it does. But I can't think of anything worse than that feeling because, dude, it was very, very, very empty and very, very sad
1: feeling. And in those situations, you do you do find out that ninety percent of what you spend your attention on doesn't 90%, matter, and ninety percent of what you worry about doesn't matter at all. I, you know, man, I love what you said about. The most dangerous thing is not the crazy world. It's becoming part of that crazy world. Yeah. The most, da- well, I, I would say the most dangerous thing is not getting killed by ISIS. It's becoming ISIS. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's, more, that's right, far right, right, more right. dangerous right. than getting killed by right. ISIS. Not literally, but I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like to, to become part of the problem Ex- is the exactly. biggest, is, is Dude, the biggest look, problem.
0: You're, you're going to contribute to something. You are contributing to something right now, whether you realize it or not. Do you get what I'm saying by when I say that? Absolutely. Okay. So yeah. you're you're either contributing to the problem, you're contributing to your mediocrity, you're contributing to your uh, regret that you're going to have, or you're contributing to your productivity, you're contributing to the solution. But by being passive, when like when I say you're contributing something and somebody's sitting on the couch, but I'm not contributing anything, your passiveness contributes to what they want. Understand? So you're always contributing, but you have to actively decide what you're contributing to. People don't think like that. They think, well, I'm not supporting this these things, so I'm not contributing to it. Well, you're not doing anything about it either in your own little circle of influence, so you actually are contributing to it.
1: You're passively contributing see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, like Key word being passive. People yeah. just don't think. <clears throat> they don't act. They don't They don't do not do the hard work to, necessary yeah, to but live. That goes
0: back to what we said. When you, when you think about being a sol- part of the solution and you say, well, how the fuck can I be part of the solution? Look how big this problem is. You're not realizing that if all of us just did our own little part, the fucking solution would be there. And when I say our own little part, I mean... You know, being in control of what we're in control of, you know, our actions, our attitude, our decisions, our work ethic affecting in a positive way, the community around us, you know, learning how to bring people up instead of fucking put people down, you know, putting positivity out there instead of fucking negativity. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If we all did that, the fucking solution would be, it would happen automatically. But the problem is, is so many people are fucking passive and apathetic and by being apathetic, they think they're not contributing to the problem or the solution. They're just living their life. They're actually contributing to the problem. See what I mean? I don't know, man. I, I'm just tired of people being manipulated and, and being labeled and, and fucking divided over, over stupid shit. You know, we, like this race shit that's going on right now is fucking ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. Like this is 2016, man. This ain't fucking 1840. All right. This is 2016. We need to get a fuck along, yeah. you know? And I think most people, I actually personally believe that this whole thing is going to end up being a great thing because it, what's happened now is it's allowed an issue, uh, the race issue, to be talked about. If you were to talk about this two years ago openly, you know, and your real opinions about it. You know, I know white people won't talk about it because they're afraid if they chime in on race at all, that they're going to be called a racist. Well, now so many white people have just been called racist because they have quote unquote white privilege or whatever the fuck, you know, they like Donald Trump, they're a racist that they're just like, you know what? I'm going to voice up what I think about this anyway. And so what what has happened here is it's allowed an open communication to happen between logical people like, Hey bro, I'm not a fucking racist. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't. My fucking family wasn't even here until the 1900s. So how the fuck do I have anything to do with you being a fucking slave in the, in the 1800s?
1: Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Do you remember I, a couple of weeks ago, I, and I think you liked it, but and, I shared- and, well,
0: I said, well, and then the other thing is like the white privilege thing. Like, oh, you don't have it as hard as black people. You know what? That's probably true. That is probably true. There probably is such a thing as that. I don't know because I'm not fucking black, but I can tell you this- if you fucking sit around and complain about white people having all this privilege and don't take control of what the sh- fuck you can control, it ain't going to matter to you anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's not going to fix the problem. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, oh, Vaughn, you've got fucking white privilege. That's not going to make my life any easier if I'm a black man. You know what's going to make my life easier? Take control of my shit. And fucking doing what I got to do on a daily basis for fucking me and my family and my community,
1: and that's true regardless of what color you exactly. are. Exactly. But but going back to your point, because uh, I'd love to I'd love to at least include this positive example. A couple weeks ago, I shared something something that somebody had posted on Facebook, and basically was a a black lady who had posted. Uh, Uh, a little, just a little post about something that happened to her in the wake of that, one of the shootings. And she said she went into a convenience store. I
0: saw this. Yeah. Yeah.
1: She went into a convenience store and she basically, there was a, there was a couple white uh, people in there and one of them was a cop and she was just kind of tired and everything. And, and she wasn't sure they were looking at her kind of strange. And the guy, the, the white cop said, Hey, how are you doing? And she said, Oh, I'm good. And he stopped and he said, how are you really doing? And she said, I'm tired. And he said, I'm tired, too. And he, go, and he said, uh, I guess it's pretty tough being you right now. And she said, yeah, I guess it's pretty tough being you right now. And they hugged, And it sounds like warm fuzzies and rainbows, but dude, dude, you know that's what? the key. Look, I mean, that's, look, look. she called what that her moment about of there? clarity.
0: That's empathy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's what everybody needs to get a fucking huge dose of. And I'm not the most empathetic person on the face of the earth. You know, I definitely, you know, there's I don't take excuses from people. I just don't. And so I, my empathy is, I would say, below average for most people. But in a situation like this, where people have different, completely different worldviews, there needs to be some fucking empathy. Like, dude, you know, you can, a white person can't look at a black person and say, "Oh, a white privilege is made up shit." All right, we don't. I don't know that it probably isn't. I'm sure that it is tougher to be a black person in, in America. I, 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 don't know. I'm just guessing, you know. I, but the point of the matter is, is, is. I don't fucking know because I'm not fucking black, just like they don't know what it's like to be white. And and the problem is, is that all these white people are saying, Hey, <laughs> that fucking white privilege, throw it throwing my fucking face. And black people are being like, Oh, you're fucking white. So you got everything given to you. It's just polarizing shit again. You know what I mean? It's fucking hard. Whether, no matter what, being successful in life and getting somewhere and building something, it's fucking hard. It doesn't matter if you're fucking white. It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter if you're fucking Muslim or American Indian or fucking Asian doesn't matter. It's hard. It's hard for everybody. And the, it, it, us fighting amongst each other, calling each other names and saying all this shit, pointing each other's advantages and disadvantages out and arguing over them, doesn't make a difference. You know what makes a difference? is what you fucking do on a daily basis. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I'm... Like I said, I'm not an empathetic person, but the lack of empathy going back and forth between... um the groups of people in all these situations to me is is ridiculous.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like
0: they got to pick a Like you got to pick a side. And you you know this is a fucking war, dude. This is a fucking issue that needs to be solved. You know. And um, I saw I saw this uh, I saw this example I wanted to bring
1: up. While you're looking for that, I'm going to share the uh, show notes, yeah. episode 81. You just go to themfco.com forward slash p81 and that's for this episode you can you can check out the show page also uh we did all i i think increase in our social media followings not that that's the most important thing but apparently some of you guys really do want to know what our what our uh social media addresses what do you call it name handles whatever i don't know What do you call it, Kelsey? Handles, handles. Handles? Okay, so Andy's at Andy Frisella. Tyler's at my underscore Tyler M A I underscore Tyler. Kelsey is at Kelso Gene J E N E. Just in case you're wondering, K E L S O J E N E. And I'm at Vaughn Kohler V A U G H N K O H L E R. Uh, We love for you guys to connect with us. We try to do our best to uh, to respond. I mean, Andy's got quite a few people so but you do an amazing job of responding to the people that post. yeah i try so, to do the best i can yeah we've got some really cool things coming up here guys i can't go into detail because it's super top secret but if you will go to the website and sign up for uh getting the podcast straight to your inbox we will be giving some updates on the things that are coming up in the next couple of months and those are very important so it's yeah, the mfceo.com
0: i have one thing i want to close out with here this one idea all right you you are in control of your actions, you are control of your attitude. You're control of your work ethic. You're a control of the impact that you can make. All right, and so many people spend their time arguing over trivial issues. Right? I, I saw this headline a few weeks ago, or about a week ago, and I wanted to I wanted to read it because I want you all to realize that. Like I said earlier, right? Most cops are good cops. Most white people are good people. Most black people are good people. All right? Most people are on the same fucking team. But how much time have you seen, Vaughn, on the internet of people arguing back and forth about these issues? Mm -hmm. Lots,
1: right? A lot. It's been the
0: biggest thing for what? A while, right? People have died over this shit. Let me explain to you what the fuck you're arguing over and who you're arguing over. And if this doesn't make you feel stupid... For arguing over this shit, I don't know what will. Here's the headline. Members of KKK, Black Lives Matter, and Westboro Baptist Church reportedly throwing urine at each other outside the Republican National Convention. That's who you're spending your time arguing over. The lowest common denominator of every fucking group. Think about that before you open your fucking mouth next time. Is it worth That energy spent to argue about the lowest, common, shit, wasteful, scum of the earth denominator? Is it? Good point. That's who you're arguing over. Guys, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share. All I ask, you bring me one friend. That's all I want. We don't charge. We don't ask for money. Um, If you feel like we're giving good content, tell a friend. Uh All right, guys. Love you guys. I'll talk to you soon. Aha, yeah. Okay, what's up? Shut up. Uh
1: uh-huh. Okay, what's up? Okay. Uh uh-huh. Okay, what's up? Okay. Shut uh-huh. okay. up. <laughs>